The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You are listening to Your Inner Voice with me, Elias Patras. Connect, educate, and grow as you tap into your inner voice and unleash the power of your intuition and self-discovery. Thanks for joining me on this journey. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another amazing episode of Your Inner Voice. I can't tell you how excited, how thrilled I am to have our guest today. She has been an inspiration for me on social media. She is truly an inspiration once you hear her story about battling cancer. And you just, you're remarkable. And I want to introduce you to Helen Polisi. Now, Helen is, she is the founder of the Mothership Productions. Mm -hmm. You are also a TV and commercial um, TV commercial director, yep. and you have almost a million followers on on social media, TikTok yes. and and Instagram too. You're on Instagram as well. Yeah, I'm on Instagram as well. Yeah, I don't push the Instagram as much, so I, I haven't like. But my love is TikTok, so that's where I put my attention, and where you put your attention is where you're going to grow your platform. Exactly, that's, that's my lesson from the start right now. <laughs> exactly, like we always say, where intention goes energy flows and where energy oh, flows intention goes i like i that. know isn't that good that's it's good. good it's very so good can you tell everybody a little how did you get started how did you okay, get started in your start. career let's start there. oh let's start there i love that actually so i came out of college and i just knew that i needed to move out of my parents house lived and had a nice uh italian catholic upbringing but was ready to fly and uh took my first job any job and it was happened to be in advertising and i was a secretary and believe it or not my boss was so wonderful and so supportive and he could see that i had more skills than just the what at the time it was like the typing the secretary answered the phones and uh my first shoot was really crazy because because I ended up 
hearing him outside his office talk about it, that they needed to hire a baton teacher in Amsterdam. And after the meeting, I said, oh, I know, I know how to teach batons. And he said, really? We'll send, we're sending you to Amsterdam. So that was my first experience being on a shoot. And all I had to do was teach 10 little Dutch girls how to twirl batons. <laughs> but I, fell, I just fell in love with production. When I came back, I told him I want to be a producer. And he just, he literally threw me in way before I was probably ready. But he said, you'll learn, you'll figure it out. And I loved that about my, my first boss, who's, who's the one who said, knowledge is power. And I took mm. that to heart. And I've always used that as a core of one of the beliefs about how I live my life. Learn, even if you're not going to use that thing, it's helpful to know it. <laughs> so true. So true. There you go. Right. Well, producing just led for 35 years. The first thing he sent me to do was edit 30 second spots into 15s. So cut them down. So I feel, I always say I've been doing TikTok since 1983. That was when <laughs> I first started working there. And I really did learn how to, how to make storytelling in really short time. So I probably spent my whole career learning what I needed to know to, to do TikTok. <laughs> well, and isn't it like in advertising? Cause, um, this may be something that you didn't know. I was, uh, Leo Burnett advertising for oh, two years. No. Yeah. I worked in media for two years. Oh and then when we went to, when I went to, from media, I went to Ed DeBevick's restaurant, which is a crazy 50s, 60s place in Chicago. Um, mm. And my parents were so not happy with that. They're like, you're dancing on the tables and don't tell the family. I'm like, oh my God. But then when I became a manager, oh, my son's a manager of a multi-million dollar restaurant downtown. I'm like, Okay. Thank you there for the you Mediterranean guilt. Yeah. <laughs> but what we learned in massage school when I went to massage school is where is that elevator speech? You need mm -hmm. to have that 10 second piece or even that five second piece that they know who you are, what you stand for and what you do. Oh, that's good. I have to write one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, it's like, where, where does that, where does that all come from? And gosh, with our, with our talk today about, you know, trusting your inner voice, I, I think what we get in set in our mind is that perfection piece, you mm. know, that it, it has to look this way. It's got to look this way. And then we worry about the judgment piece about what are people going to think? I, what I see in all your videos is I see passion. I see fun and I see you being you. And if you mess up, you mess up and you laugh about it. It's the yes. same thing that I do. And I, I just, you inspired me to do that instead of being you did because oh, i was wow. so i can't tell you how many edits i had to do and like this one doesn't look right that doesn't look right uh, oh my god the camera isn't right oh my god i'm doing this and oh i messed up on this you know i didn't care yes because you, you just learn from watching other people that oh my gosh the, the things that the mistakes are almost more fun to watch in the first place so. they are <laughs> they totally are they totally are and perfectionism I think is so boring Elias. you know what i mean i know i know i know so as I'm watching you on TikTok and as I'm really inspired by you, something happened. Yes. And um, it was terrifying. <laughs> and you, you made a video for me. <laughs> I did. And you captured people's hearts with your journey. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yes, I'm happy to talk about that. So just to preface it, I was uh, on TikTok starting in the pandemic because I had some time on my hands and I didn't have production work. So I decided to turn the camera on myself, which has never been done before. I was always a behind the camera person. I, I was terrified to be on camera. And when I started making videos in my house, it was baking videos in my kitchen and I wouldn't, I wasn't talking. I was just dancing and baking and then doing, using the music. And I was terrified to speak on TikTok. I'm going to tell you that because I don't even know if you, you would know that because now you know me as a, a person who does speak all the 
time. But when I did some of my first speaking videos, I was so nervous because I thought I wasn't as good as as funny or as clever or as uh, interesting as the other people I saw on TikTok that were so inspiring to me. So then I decided. The, the only reason I ended up talking on TikTok was because one of my followers was watching one of my baking videos where I did a transition or something. And she said, oh, how did you do that? That's so clever. And I, you know, I know production, so I know how to do it. So I said, oh, I'll make a tutorial. So as a joke, I made a tutorial and said, uh, so many of you were asking how I did this thing, so I'm going to show you. And that person, really, she launched me into doing tutorials because my tutorials exploded. And it was uh, some of my early talking on camera. And then I just realized that I didn't want to only do tutorials. So I decided I was going to keep my content mixed up. So I do tutorials and I do my life and I do dancing on the streets of New York where I'm in, at a shoot with for work and I'm showing behind the scenes. So I always mix up my content and then sprinkle in those tutorials uh, every like four or five videos to keep people knowing what, what I'm here for. But um, what happened then is June, about June 2022. So I had built a pretty good following at this point. I mean, at least a half a million by, by then from doing tutorials. And I was known as the TikTok teacher. And so I fell off the radar a little bit, but every single day, I don't even know if you know this, Elias, but every single day I took out my camera and and documented it because that's what I do for my content in general right. is what are we doing today? So I was going to an eye doctor because I was losing my eyesight and then my eyesight was getting worse. So I kept talking to the camera, just kept holding it up and every day press record and say, well, this is weird. They can't figure out what's wrong. I know we're going to get to the bottom of it. It's all going to be okay. So I kept recording day after day, but it got very, very scary because after three weeks, I was from completely with great sight and completely healthy to perfectly blind, completely blind, not perfectly blind, actually completely, totally blind. And I couldn't be by myself. And it was really a terrifying experience and because they couldn't figure out why. So I never posted any, any of those videos for three weeks until I had stomach pain, went to the ER, and then that's when they discovered that I had inflammation and they diagnosed me with lymphoma. So at the time, they didn't know what the blindness was from. And I was just living in fear of just the fact that I was going to lose my eyesight. And when I went back, when I my eyesight started to come back, my daughter came to visit, we edited those videos and posted a video for my followers. Because I had people asking, where are you? Are you okay? You haven't posted for three weeks. I mean, people are very invested in you mm -hmm. when you are posting consistently on a social media platform. So when I launched that video, it was pretty game changing. There was I I went from 500,000 to probably 800,000 followers overnight. So many people came to my, I guess, support. And it made me cry because I was so grateful for their, I don't know, their love and support, the comments, people were making videos and my life changed big time. And I experienced the whole cancer journey. I decided I was going to open up my doors, so to speak, and be vulnerable and show what it's like to shave your head, what it's like to go to chemo, have some fun with it too. I was like, you know, I made those, uh, what's my chemo fit for the week? I would, what was I wearing to chemo? And I made those videos and I just, a lot of dark humor <laughs> and just experienced it and lived it out loud. And that I think is what people probably most know me for now because they mm. lived it with me. So they know me personally through that journey. Unbelievable. You know, you have a book here. I hope you know that. <laughs> I hope, you know, I'm, I'm not like, you know, psychically knowing it, but I'm just telling you, you definitely have a book. Your, oh. your life is a book. You you touched my heart so much and I got really teary eyed and I made that video and I just, yes. I just you should want... edit it into this podcast. People should know what you, what, because it was so moving. And I, I 
I recently asked you to send it to me because it is going to go in my documentary, which I'm working on, <laughs> just for people to know and that Elias is going to be part of it. But it was unbelievable to me that strangers, at least I, to me, it was strangers on the internet and people right. that I had met through TikTok. And then suddenly they were making videos of support. They were sending me things. They wanted my address to send me things. They were giving me advice. I just, I'm forever grateful. When I think about that time, I don't think about it with sadness and I don't think about it with the regret. I think I needed to have that experience to get where I am now. It's really hard to explain. How did you trust yourself? I mean, what, I mean, you know, your faith, you have huge faith and you know, we're talking about inner voice, but how did you, how did you say like, I'm going to be okay? That's just think, I think it's how I think because I never really thought I wasn't going to be in my deepest place. I would sometimes at night, you have those scary thoughts that I don't know, my son's getting married. And I was like, what if I'm never going to see my, you know, my grandkids, what if I'm not? And then I was in a really dark place of what if it's just going to, that I'm going to lose my eyesight and I'm just not going to be able to see my grandkids. You know, I just thought I was going to be living as a blind. There was just a, a lot of travel down dark tunnels and trying to pull yourself out of it. And I, I just would keep saying to my phone, which is why I'm glad I have the receipts. Yeah. I kept yeah. saying to my phone, when this is over and I'm looking back on it, that's just what I kept saying. And it's just like how I think about it. I just have to keep going through because as soon as this is over, I'm going to look back on it and I'm going to say, oh. And a lot of times, Elias, this is almost a, maybe a, a guilt way of being raised or something. But I always think, oh, somebody has it worse than me. Because even when you say I have this incredible story, I'm like, oh, this isn't really. Some people have so many more unbelievable stories than me. You know, I don't think of it as my life is the worst thing that could have happened. In a way, I feel grateful that it was a lymphoma and it wasn't ovarian cancer or something right. like worse or that I didn't permanently lose my eyesight, how lucky I am that I did get it back. So my, I think my upbringing or something, something in my DNA is always like that. Like somebody has it worse. And you, it's hard because I know that sometimes I need to just accept that, no, I have it pretty bad right now. <laughs> and when I was going through it, I was feeling sorry for myself. And I, was, I had to learn to let myself feel sorry for myself. <laughs> But don't you find that, you know, things always, and my parents always said this, they always said, you uh -huh. know, things always happen for a reason. And mm -hmm. even when, like I tell people when I'm doing coaching, I'm like, listen, things happen for us, not mm -hmm. to us, which is very different when you think about it. It happens for you. And everyone, you know that I'm super vulnerable and I'm just going to be, you bring out the vulnerability in me. You really do. <laughs> when I when I tell people that I was a massage instructor and I was able to teach positive touch, positive touch from someone who was molested when they were younger, oh I God. was able to say, look, we have this out there. And do you know that one class of mine when I taught in Chicago, one class of mine, um, there were 17 students in the class and we were doing some AMP stuff. So it was all like book stuff. And then in the afternoon we did hands-on. All these people were choosing the same people all the time over and over and again. Mm. And I pulled them off the tables. I'm like, look, we're having a powwow circle. And I shared my story and I said, you just can't massage the same person over and over and over again. You're not going to get that as a client. I said, touch is important. This is what happened to me. And I want to share that with you. This guy raised his hand and he said, Elias, and he said, that happened to me when I was nine. Another girl said that happened to me. Out of the oh. 15, 16 people, I don't remember, 10, nine or 10, all raised their hand. Because I was open and trusted that, oh God, I shouldn't say this in class, but I trusted that that was important and that 
my story might inspire somebody else. That after that, that class was the best class. And they went on to do some great things. One girl wow. opened up a um, massage center and she volunteers, volunteers her time for women who are battered. Oh my God. I mean, it's just, it's just so so you're changing, you're changing lives with what you're doing. And I love that you're teaching people to listen to their inner voice. That's what you're doing. Right. But you have done so much. I mean, your story moved me. Um, What I loved, the one video that I loved so much is you're like, I can't see it, but every time I get these little bings and tings on my phone and you could hear it. And I felt like it was angels. I felt like it was angels touching me. I I, I remember that. Oh gosh, no tears, but wow. I remember that so vividly because it was when you wear the AirPods and sometimes the alerts, they go bing, bing. And I was like, and I was kind of in a dozy state resting after radiation. And I thought, I feel like I'm being lifted up by angels. It was, yeah. and it was people from the internet. <laughs> people from the internet. It's crazy. Crazy. It's, it's crazy. crazy. And I think you don't realize two two things. Your followers are people, and I know that seems weird because people think oh, I have a million followers. No, that's a million people. And I think, and of course, I go into the that's a million students because I'm teaching people. Right. But you know, I know some people are just there for the fun of crazy stuff that I do. Not necessarily; they don't even need to learn TikTok, and they already know how to do it. And there, and some of them will say, even though I know how to use TikTok, I always watch your lessons all the way to the end. <laughs> Why? You know what you're doing. But but I do believe this, and deep down, this you're going to resonate with this that social media is not for you to impress friends, friends and family. It's not to impress people. It's not for that. It's for impact. It's to see who you, who needs you can find you and how you can make an impact on those people, whether it's 10 people, 20 people, whatever, the number doesn't matter. It's people that are not here that can be impacted near you. And that's what I, that's why I believe I was meant to do it because I have people now that write to me and say, my mom's going through cancer. And I'm just so happy that I'm able to share her, your videos with her. And they go back into my TikTok and they watch all my, all my videos because I have a cancer playlist. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, when you showed um, Julie, your daughter, um, shaving your head, I mean, oh oh my God. And then when you put your hair in the pigtails and she cut it and cut it, I have to tell you, I love the short hair. It looks really (laughs) great. It's cute. It's super cute. But it was so moving. And let me tell you, you rocked. You rocked the ball (laughs) head. You really did. You really did. It's even hard to look back at those videos, I'm going to tell you. When I made that one year of of yes, my hair I growth, I did the one year video, the 12 months. And so every month I recorded a head turn where my hair, you could see the progress. I have a hard time watching January, February, March, April. I really do. I look at it and I'm like, Whoa. and I just know that I didn't like looking at myself at that time. I didn't right. like making, but I pushed through. So I showed up even though I wasn't in my, I didn't think I was in my best self mode and I felt good but I just didn't like how I looked. I, I pick up the selfie camera and I'm like, okay, make your video, Helen, just, just ignore it. And I always look above my head and not at myself. A lot of, you see celebrities always look at themselves. And so they look like they're looking down all the time in the camera. But I'm, I'm like, oh, this is helpful. I don't have to look at myself. I'm just going to look so, up a little Right. That's what I do too. I like, sometimes I'll look, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going, okay. I'm how am I? Okay. Yeah, okay. Then yeah. you look, right, you don't want exactly. to find out later you had food hanging out of your, right. <laughs> hanging out of your mustache or something. Right, that would right, not be good. Right. Also, you know, the fun part is the fun moving part is to see that you were compassionate with yourself, to see that oh. you were vulnerable, to see that I could see looking at you that you put on the smile, 
but I could see yeah. the pain behind the eyes. Yeah. Yes. And then of course, Helen being Helen, everybody, she sports like this green wig and, that, <laughs> and all these different well, wigs. Pretty good. <laughs> right? You did. I was like, great. But I think, I think that time for you, if I may say, it even got you further out of your shell. Oh, yes. I do agree with that because I don't think I would, would ever do that now. Now I wouldn't have a heck of a care to go out to a grocery store wearing a green wig. Yeah. And that, and so because I, not that I had to, I could have worn a regular wig, but I was like, right. well, today I'm feeling green, pop right. the green wig on and off I go. Right. And then I had purple and, and pink and I had all different colors, but it did take me outside my comfort zone definitely further. <laughs> you would be accurate with that. And I've, I let myself, this is really important to know because people were questioning, oh, are you really this happy? And they would, they would, friends and family would text me, oh, I know what you're putting on the internet, but are you really okay? And I'm like, what I'm putting on the internet is what's really happening. And yes, I'm really okay. And so there was days when I wasn't okay, or I was going for a spinal injection and I knew that it was like, and I've, I had a, the, the cap on, I was yep. being wheeled in and I recorded myself because I wanted people to see all of it, not just the smiling, happy part. It wasn't fair to show only one side of it. So my daughter was, you know, a lot of times she makes fun of me. Oh, yep, she's upset. She's taking out her phone. I'm like, because I need people to know that you're not always happy about this, right. you know? But so people can make fun of that, but they'll also never see the whole story if you don't show that. So I think it is important to show all sides of it, especially if you decide you're going to open yourself up to, to sharing. And that gave me, I have to tell you, that gave me the permission when I first started um, I was doing a live and I was talking about my parents and I just lost it. Oh. I just lost it. I started crying. I was talking about my parents. I was talking about my adoption story. I was talking about how I had the most love that I could ever find in this world. And mm. uh, until, until I met my husband and um, I was married to a narcissist first. So I had to go through oh, all that stuff. That's yeah. rough. Yeah. And, it was really everything that they taught me really showed me who I was and I was so thankful. So everyone's like, it's okay. It's okay. And I, normally I would have shut off the camera, oh. I would have deleted it, shut it off. I'm like, you can't see me this way. But in my head, I'm like, wait a second, you did it. A lot of other <laughs> people did it. Right. And on my retreats, when I do retreats, I am fully in, I'm a hundred percent vulnerable. I figure if I'm leading, I have to show, you know, that I'm showing up this way. It's okay and safe to do it. It's okay. Why yes. can I do it off camera? And I couldn't do Not it. Not on camera. Right. right. But now you crossed over because you just, that's the way of connecting your real life to your social media life. So if you meet you in person, I, if I meet you in person, yeah. I know you're going to be the same person. Right. If you meet me in person, you know, I'm, you know where you're getting right. because I'm all in. Right. both areas of my life. And I'm the same. There's people that are not, I will tell you, I, well, I met a creator who has a lot of followers. I didn't meet her in person yet, but I had, she reached out and she wanted to talk to me about something. And she said, Oh, just so you know that my voice, that's my voice on, on the videos, but I'll, I'll sound different. And I was like, what? Say what? I couldn't even believe it. So she has an on-camera persona versus and a real life persona versus it's seamless. So some people do um, have two lives. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not one I of them. I don't understand that <laughs> because, you know, I tell people, like you just said, I'm like, who you see in the grocery store, on a retreat, on camera, I'm walking out of the bathroom. <laughs> it's the same person yeah, that yeah. you're going to see. And 
what my parents taught me because I know that you know we're around ish the same age. Yeah. Um, I turned you know, 63, to, 63 today. 63 today. Happy birthday. Yay. <laughs> and I just turned 59. So we're in the same era of, you know, it was selfish to love self. It was mm. selfish. Oh, that's how we were raised. Absolutely. Totally. You know, don't I, be braggy. Don't be. No. And always your best. <laughs> God forbid. You know, if I showed up in like, I remember, <laughs> I remember um, I finally moved out of my parents' house. That took a lot. And when I moved out and I, it was Sunday, we didn't go to church. My mom wasn't feeling the best. So she slept in and I'm like, let's go out to brunch. I came over in khakis, Helen, khakis and a red polo. I look like I worked at Target, but khakis and a red polo. And I came over and my mom's like, uh-huh. And I said, Where, you want to go? She goes, when you go back home and change into a shirt what? and dress pants. A proper, a proper shirt. And I was told that for so many times and I never spoke back. I never oh. spoke back. And when I did, let me tell you, when I did, my mom didn't talk to me for two days. Now, this is a woman that we talked to at least four or five times a day. Oh my gosh. And Greek guilt is, let me tell you, everybody, it's worse <laughs> than Catholic or Jewish. Let me tell you. And my dad was so angry. My mom went to the bedroom, started crying. My legs wouldn't move. I'm like, why, I, why am I not moving? Why am I not going anywhere? Because I was so like, wait, we're not going out to lunch because of the way that I'm dressed. So of course I went home, changed, wow. got them. But at 30, I stopped. At 30, I said, you can't tell me how to dress. I love you right, both, but right. you can't tell me. Do you know that I had strep throat? almost two or three times a year since I was three. After I spoke up, this is the intuitive part, everybody. Um, once I spoke up, that energy of my communication in my throat cleared up. Wow. I haven't had, knock on wood, I haven't had strep throat since I was 30. Wow, that's amazing. Our emotional issues cause our physical dis- Ease. Wow, so much to learn here, people. Pay attention. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Why do we stop ourselves? We don't have to be rude about it. I think some people are in your face and they're Ooh. rude and, you know, everybody's funny. They're like, Elias, you're so blunt. Are you from New York? <laughs> yeah. That's what they think. <laughs> no, I'm from Chicago originally, but, you know, a Mediterranean, we are, we are the way that we are, right? Wow. And um, I think it's when we tap inside our heart and just speak, I think we can clear up everything. And you, mm -hmm. you teach that in a different way. 
You don't realize that you do. That's why I love. Guess not. <laughs> Guess not. I, I love you do that. You teach people to be themselves and you teach them in a way that's like, so you might mess up. So you go ahead and remember everybody. This I mean, I'm almost quoting you, not for word, but you're like, <laughs> have the words in front of you. Say the songs when you're lip singing. Actually say the words. Just don't say them out loud. Actually, right. Say them out loud. So it looks, say them out loud. It looks clear, right? And let's talk about this real quick. So how would someone get started if they want to be like, what would you, what great advice would you give them about being on TikTok? Like, what oh, would TikTok they do? Like, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like you. I almost like that you're saying TikTok specifically because each platform is somewhat different. However, now I feel TikTok and Instagram are so close because they're, you know, Instagram's copying TikTok with reels and has been. So my advice is don't think about it too much before you start just making videos because it took a year of me making videos to even find the right path. So you need to almost start in kindergarten on, t on TikTok and just go, just start posting. But I do have a free class. So I'm going to plug the class. It's free. It's not like I'm trying to sell anything. But I would love to just say I, I have a free course. So if you're a beginner, it's a 40 minute, you can watch it on video and it has all these extra tutorials attached. And it teaches you step by step how to set up your profile. Here's the things to think about. Here's how to make a video. Here's what every single button does. It's overwhelming. I remember being so confused when I started and I thought, don't they have a manual or something for this? I mean, there's no way to learn. So I decided I wanted to make a class and that's, that's, so that's for starters where you should start. And then once you watch the class and you know actually how to make a video, just start posting and putting yourself out there. I do a lot of talking about the types of videos you can make if you don't feel comfortable being on camera at first. So I teach it all. And it's, I think it's like a 45 minutes long. I don't know. You know me, I teach really well. I think you probably took my, my first you do. course. <laughs> I teach really well. Patience. And I don't worry about going fast because someone's going to not stick around for my lessons. And that's a big one that I had to get over. I want to just say this, Elias. When I was making tutorials and TikTok and it was like, you have to keep your videos paced and you listen to all these gurus that are talking about quick edits to keep people interested, blah, blah, blah. It, came, it became very apparent to me that if I'm teaching something and I slow down, people were sticking around longer because I wasn't losing them after like three taps. And they're like, wow, she's really explaining it. So I know how to do it. So I have, like I said, people that watch my whole tutorials, even though they don't know how to do it, <laughs> even though they know how to do it, they watch the whole thing. So I just love teaching. I will show you. And guys, if you go to my TikTok and look up how to meditate, that one, I did everything that Helen mm. shared how to teach. I did, I changed each time I changed the environment. I'm like, what am I doing? And right. that was one of my favorite ones. I'll show it to you when we're off air. That one was one of my favorite ones. The other mm -hmm. one that you did that was so great was when you moved the little, the oh, little the stop motion, um, the, the stop nail polishes. motion ones, the nail polishes. That mm. was brilliant because you did it in a way that was so easy to learn that I was yeah. like, I got to do this because I make, I make energy balancing sprays. And oh. I was like, I've got to do that with those sprays, right? And move them. And, and, you know, I thought, okay, that's good. I do so many lives that I've, I have to get back to doing the videos because I realize. Yeah, 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 right, right. It, well, you know what? You get in a rhythm. It's also time. It's also time. It's when you, ha you have to figure out where you're balancing your time. So that becomes, and that's part of planning. How do you want to do content? Do you want to post three times a week thinking about what kind of a cadence you want to be consistent and right. how can you do videos quickly? So I, I, to I agree, Elias, that you, you can, 
post whenever you can be random you can but you also there's people who don't like to operate that way and they like to have a plan so there's two types of people really the planners and then the the wingets and i I happen to be a winget and if you're a planner you can't live that way (laughs) if a planner you need a plan (laughs) well and that's the funny thing even though i write my list i am pretty much a planner because i i have a calendar i have stuff but then you know when i'm teaching a class i might have five or six notes Mm. and then i wing the rest because I feel like you have to be in the moment. You have to follow the movement. What are the people wanting? And then go with it. That's why with the lives, you know, I might have one or two things that I have in my head and the rest is like, okay, here we go. go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Go with it. It's also nice when, when you're live, you can get um, the interaction. So it spurs you into something. Maybe you weren't, you wouldn't have thought of to go down that path. So that's right. really, it is nice. And especially with what you do to be live, I, I have to say. It is fun. It is fun. And people are like, you do it so naturally. I'm like, People, I was an only child. I talked to myself anyway. I you know, had a lot of that time, that creative time to do it. And I just, from everything that we're talking about, I want people to be inspired by you. Mm. I want them to be inspired by, you know, here you are, here we are, our age. Yeah. And we are we are keeping up with the young yeah. whippersnappers. And, and I think everyone that's listening And I mean this, guys. Helen does everything from the heart. The moment that you see her videos, you'll notice that there is integrity, there is ethics, and this woman is, I mean, we don't really know each other, but you've touched my heart in a way, I'm gonna get to your end. You've touched my heart in so many ways, and you have inspired me to know that even though I went from different careers to different careers, that this career, what I'm doing is teaching people about intuition and teaching them that it's not this whole woo-woo thing. Even though I go on live and do some stuff, um, I want them to find that inner voice within. I want them to find that spirit within. And Helen, you have that spirit. No matter how you want to label it, your spirit of tenacity your spirit of compassion and passion and you have fun that's the most (laughs) important thing because i think you know i I tell people um you know i make tiktok sometimes just to make myself laugh i just put you know i just look at them and i'm like that was funny that was really really funny so do you know that um i don't know if you my daughter made a tiktok where she stitched mine and where i was dancing like a crazy person and she said she made a whole video about how my mom just so you know, you she doesn't get enough credit. For, she doesn't get enough credit for these videos because you need to know behind the scenes that she actually goes and asks a perfect stranger to hold yes. her phone to make these videos, and she can't even always hear the music when she's doing this, whatever. So it was a really kind of funny thing. But then it inspired me to the next day when I was out. It I had an hour delay in a train, and I was like. Uh, maybe I'll do that dance again here at the train station. Maybe I'll show the whole behind the scenes of how I ask someone. So it, it prompted me to show that here's what I do. I think about who do I want to ask? I, I peer around, I find someone. And it's so much fun to make content like that that's just completely random and not anything in the realm of, it's just sharing like a moment in time. And that video has so many more views than I ever expected because usually my lifestyle stuff is just not as high views as tutorials. People come to me for tutorials, but I have way more fun making the other stuff. <laughs> That's a fact. It, and just, that is that is the realness of you. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. 
I think that this people should also know that's why I love saying my age, because as you get older, this is such a benefit. Even though you think, oh, you know, getting older sucks, you know, ache, pain, this, that, whatever the issues are, getting older makes you so much more. Um, I think you have a bigger tapestry of life. So you don't feel so so scared of something that might be out there or afraid to just be who you are. You just, you kind of walk forward with confidence and you really, and it's not that I don't care. I don't want people to think I'm a wacko, but I don't mind if they think I'm a wacko. Right. Exactly. And that's what, and that's what, that's <laughs> what just the perfection mind. <laughs> Yeah. That's why we let go of the perfection piece. Brene let Brown says that perfection is there so people will not be judged. Mm. Mm fascinating, Ooh, isn't it? Yeah, that is. She's an amazing woman, Brene Brown. Wow. Um, but that is, that always got it, got me stuck where yeah. I have to always be good. You know, that be a good kid, be a good Perfectionist. man. Plus it's all the people pleasing, right? You know, you just want to make sure. Sh- mm. Vice first president first, of the people. Pleasing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah. You saw how you're saying you're only child. I'm a firstborn and it's always like, be, don't get, every, you know, don't let, get my parents mad. Like make sure I do the right thing. And so you do have that innate nature to, if you are a people pleaser. And what I've really learned from TikTok, which is so mind blowing is that it's okay if people don't like me. And I can just let them be. Right. And Mel Robbins has a TikTok where she says, if, if people feel this way, let them. I think I might have uh, put, reposted it at some point. It's my favorite thing because that's what I do. I think, oh, that person's really getting annoyed by me. And I'm like, hmm, let them. <laughs> and she's a good one to watch too, Mel Robbins. She's I got good. to see her in person at a oh, wow. conference. I would love yeah, to see she her. was really good. The, the fascinating thing is to how I let go, started to let go of the people pleasing. I did some work on myself, obviously, through the mm-hmm. life coaching that I do. But uh, the training that I did, and I was at my parents' gra- gravesite, and I had a typical steel magnolia moment. I was um, beating on the grave and saying, "Why did you leave me? Why, why, why?" And I was so mad. My mom died in two thousand, and my dad died two thousand and one, the day after her birthday. And I'm like, "Why did you leave me?" I, I just was like, "I just," and then I, of course, almost. I'm like, I just want to know why, why I'm like, oh my God, here you are reciting steel magnolias and a voice from within. And it sounded just like my mom. And I heard we left so you could grow up. Oh gosh. So there I am bawling, bawling. And I'm like, God, that was really, and it took me Helen 10 years 10 years to understand what that meant, 10 years of people pleasing. And then I went to this seminar and the woman's like, you know, I need a volunteer. I'm like, I paid $1,800 for this thing. I'm going to volunteer for every single thing I could. And she's like, do you want to see what your life is like? I said, yeah. She put me in the center of the room. There were like 20 people there. And she's like, I need you to grab him by his right sleeve. You grab him by his left sleeve. You grab him by his hoodie. You grab him by his pants. And at the same time, I want you to pull in that direction and say, Elias, I need you. And facilitating retreats, I kind of knew what she was doing a little bit. I was like, all right, we need to make this stop because I'm getting a little nauseous here. And um, I said, enough. And her 5'2 little body, because I'm only 5'4", her 5'2 little body came up to me right to my nose. And she said, yes. When is enough enough? 
Oh, wow. You put yourself on the back burner every single day. And she's like, when are you going to start to love you? And that's how, that's why this inner voice of listening to ourselves, listening to the connection that you knew, like you felt angels just, you know, around you. It's, that stuff is real. I mean, it is really real, real. really real. Well, I want to thank you, first of all, but also for everybody, please head to the app store and download the free mindbodyspirit.fm mobile app for iPhone or Android. You can leave me a message and it might just make it on the show. Just look for the open mic icon at the bottom of your screen and follow the directions. Now, what I do, Helen, and everybody listening, I do something that's called an intuitive bite. And what I do is I, if you join my email list, I pick a couple people from the email list and I give them a little quick, intuitive, one minute, like, impression that I'm getting and um, join the email list, everybody, and you might get chosen. So I have a couple people, if you don't uh, mind me doing this, Helen, I have Shauna from Washington, Shauna from Washington. What I get from you is marketing, 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 marketing. Your business is really going to help you step out of your comfort zone and take that next step. Don't be afraid to link up with other people that do what you do and maybe even have like a little expo. I don't know. Cindy from Canada, Cindy from Canada. This is your time to start speaking up for what you want. Um, The sense that I get from you is that you are closing like me where I just said, yes, yes, yes. See if you're always getting coughs or congestion in your throat because you're not speaking up. Sarah from Pennsylvania, Sarah, I don't know why, but it feels like job number two. It feels like you have two jobs. I don't know why, or or maybe you are like, you know, um, stay at home mom. And then that's one of your jobs. And then you do a part-time job, but the part-time job or whatever job two is feels like there's something more. And I see you being more of an entrepreneur and Leticia from California. I'm just going to say it. You know what? That cute little love bug is right around the corner. And you thought that I was going to say a dog. Well, guess what? I think your love life is going to start to really spark because you have started to invest in loving you. Just quick little invite. Little I love intuitive it. Bites. Intuitive bites. I love this. Well, everybody, thank you for listening to the podcast today. Helen, thank you again. I enjoyed how, being here so much. Oh my god. How gosh. can everybody we're gonna put it in the we're gonna put it yeah, in, put the, in the show notes? Yeah, the best way is hellosocialize.com because that's where the the free courses, my tutorials are there, my workshops are there. And I have a, I also have a newsletter email that goes out twice a week with a podcast that teaches trends. It gives strategies every week. I deep dive into a social media strategy. I have so much fun with it. This is why I'm, I'm a big fan of podcasting. I was going to ask you why you started one because, but now I know (laughs) because you're, you're meant to be here and it's just a great place to, to get your voice heard. Thank you for having me. Oh, oh my God. You're welcome anytime. <laughs> Truly. On TikTok, I'm at the mother shop. I put it on the screen there for everybody because I figured, I don't know if, if anybody's watching this instead of instead of just listening. It's on the screen at the mothership with a U. Yes. And exactly. I was just going to say, and if you're listening, you want to go to the mothership, M-U-T-H-E-R 
S-H-I-P, you will be so happy. And Helen is like that next door neighbor that you love to talk to. So everybody, right, thank you over. again. Let's have thank a cup of tea. Let's have a cup of tea, of course. <laughs> Everyone, thank you for listening to the podcast today. Remember to always trust your inner voice. Thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to learn more, you can visit my website at www.eliaspatris.com. We are here to connect. And when we connect, we educate. And when we educate, we grow. There is unity in community. I'm Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.